As a lawn care provider, do you want to make a year-round income? Are you worried at the end of the lawn care season because you don't know how you're going to make it through the winter? Then you need to check out the 12-month contract from the Mowing in the Dark podcast. This is the same contract that Aaron uses to grow his lawn care business. This 100% editable 12-month contract template is available for only $5.99. The contract has rock-solid terms and conditions, so you are protected from all kinds of liability in lawn maintenance and snow removal. Get your 12-month contract at mowinginthedarkpodcast.com today. I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Guys, it is a miserable day outside. It is raining. It's icy here in Michigan, in Lansing, Michigan. It's just nasty out. But we've got some big news. Well, for my family anyway. So my family and I, we bought a cow. Not not like the physical cow. We bought a butchered cow from uh, one of my son's teachers. And that meat came in today. And so we bought a freezer for this stuff. We It was like 750 pounds of cow. And so we brought all the meat inside. We got everything going. It's really, really cool. So, uh, sorry here. I got to turn myself down a little bit. I'm buzzing in my ears a little bit too loud guys so anyway i am really excited because we love grass-fed beef so that's what this cow is it's grass-fed beef it's really awesome it's gonna be amazing we are really really excited i'm sorry guys i'm messing with my volume here because i'm turning the wrong knobs (laughs) all right let's 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 get into this thing okay so man i'm still really loud what in the world is going on this thing is really loud i don't know i don't know why but we're we're peeking all over the place come on aaron come on all right so let's jump into today's episode i made a big mistake today so this is real time real mistakes all right i don't know why my voice is fuzzy I, I, I honestly don't know, but we're going to move forward. I'm not going to mention it again. I'm sorry. So I made a big mistake in my business. So I have been, for the last week, I have been preparing all of my contracts, getting everything ready because a, about half, a little less than half of my clients now uh, do prepay billing. So I send them an invoice a month ahead. And so I have to get everything ready before March because in March, I've got to send out the first invoices on March 1st for April. And of course, I'm not too picky on when they pay this first invoice because we don't start work until the, the, the third week in April. So I'm not too worried about it, but I have to get them out because I like to be uniform. And I got this idea in my head that, you know what? I have, I've had over the years, I've had a lot of clients 
ask me if they can move a day, if they can be put back closer to the end of the week, you know, because they all want their lawn to look nice and crisp for for the weekend. And I try to tell them, well, you know, it's going to, if, if you mow it early in the week, it's going to look nice all week. Yeah, it, they don't care about that. Honestly, it's, they're, they're, I could try and sell it a million different ways. They want it done as close to the weekend as possible. So what I, I came up with this harebrained idea that I would do a rotation. Every year, I would move the route one click. So if you're on a Monday in 2020, yeah, in 2023, then next year in 2024, you would be on a Thursday. And so it's, it's a rotation. So it would take you four years to get all the way around. Yeah, I know. I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. You're, you're all feeling me here. Uh, this was a bad idea. But I asked my wife about it and she's like, well, it sounds okay. So I went ahead and I put this out to all of my clients. I said, we're going to do a rotation. Because everybody wants to be close to the weekend, so we're going to rotate it. So, guys, it was received horribly. I mean, pretty bad. <laughs> it was just not good. And so, um, I, I went to the gym after I sent this out. And I, I went to the gym, worked out, got back in the truck, and I checked my email. And I've got just a bunch of responses negative responses to this thing and I'm like oh boy you know this is not great and and I realize I need to run my business how I need to run my business and um, I, I kind of lost sight of that with this one but I just thought you know I'm trying to help as many people as I can you know I'm trying to give people what they want and it just didn't work that way. And so I had to eat some crow and send out another message saying, oops, you know, we're not doing this rotation thing. We're, we're not going to go that route, but I will have to move some people. So after I sent that message out, I didn't get a whole lot of response back other than a couple of, okay, thanks, or good, or stuff like that. So yeah, I had to eat a little crow. However, because I'm a small business and it's just me for the most part, my son works with me sometimes, I didn't have a whole lot of, uh, sorry, I'm knocking things over here, <laughs> a, lot of, uh, a lot of negative when I when I said, okay, we're not going to do that. Let, let's hold the phone. And, and I said in my email and in my text message, I jumped the gun. Uh, I didn't consult other lawn care companies that I respect before I did this. And so that might've helped a little bit. But my, my point here is that when you build a relationship with your clients, you could you have to build that strong relationship before you attempt stuff like this, uh, and it can be hard. Um, this was a dumb idea, I get it, but there's other things that you might want to do. And so when you approach someone or your clients with a change like this, yes, you might get some pushback, but you're probably not going to lose more than one or two clients when you do that. So if it's a needed change and it has to happen. And, and you know it's not going to be popular, 
make sure you build that relationship first. I've talked about this before on the podcast a long time ago. So it, it just, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I get it. I don't know what episode it is, but um, you have to build that relationship. Now I get it when you're a big business, it's really hard to build that relationship. So I understand that if you've got a big business, this is not something that is going to work well for you to build that relationship. You just don't have the time. You don't have the manpower. It's just not going to be that way for you until you get, you know, property managers or whatever um, in place in your business so that those people can build relationships with your clients. So that that's what I'm trying to say here is build those relationships in any way that you can to to smooth over those rough patches. I've had rough patches with customers before, but when you have that relationship that smooths it over a little bit, it might be bumpy for a little while. It's kind of just like a marriage. Your marriage is going to be bumpy sometimes and it's going to, it's going to have peaks and valleys. And, but that relationship can smooth over those things. And so that's what I'm saying here is make sure that you're working on those relationships with your clients, whether it's sending out a family Christmas card to your clients. All right. I've talked about this before. If you send out those Christmas cards, your family Christmas cards to your clients. Now you can, I make mine business specific, but it always has pictures of my family on it, of things that we did throughout the year. It helps the customer connect to me and to my family because, because I'm solo for the most part, it helps them see that they're supporting us, our family, my family. And so that's, I want them to see that, that they are supporting a small single owner operator business. And I am grateful for that. That's why I send those cards out. I want them to see that. I want them to see my family out having fun, not just some cheesy Christmas picture. I want them to see my family as we are. And, and I'm just like, I'm real with you guys. I'm real with my clients and sometimes you have to make hard choices. I get that. Sometimes you're going to have to let clients go. Sometimes you're going to have to have tough conversations with clients about raising their price far beyond what you believe they can pay because that's what you have to do. You're going to have to have those conversations. And, and I never encourage anyone to burn a bridge with a client ever. Don't ever burn a bridge. Now I get it. Sometimes when you cancel a client, that bridge will be burned. I get that. I understand. I've had that happen. It, it, it happens, but try your best not to do that. If you can at all help it. All right. When I cancel a client, I always put in there one, one to three different companies in the area that that client lives that services that area so that they can pick and choose what they want. They can call those people. Those are people that I've kind of vetted. I've looked over their stuff a little bit and I, I think they do good work. And I've also called up companies and said, Hey, you know, I'm getting rid of this client. Would you want to take them on? 
and I asked them, do you offer credit card? You know, do you offer um, payment by credit card? Do you offer these different services? Because I know these clients want those services. And and if they don't, then they're not the right fit. And I try to find a company that meets all the criteria that I, all the things that I do so that there's no lag for my former client in service. And so I, while I can't control everything that this other company does, I can at least control the, the fact that I vetted them enough so that I, at least I know that they offer the same business type things that I offer like credit cards, um, you know, monthly invoicing, things like that quality work. So all that to say that when you build that relationship, you can make some pretty big mistakes and I'm not going to say you get away with it because you don't, but you can smooth things over because you have that relationship. And I've shared this story before on the podcast, but I was trimming some, some hedges one time for a client of mine. And, uh, the husband is kind of homebound. He, he doesn't get out much. He loves the tigers. And I was trimming these shrubs and their cable line runs above the, the hedge. And I was trimming with an extender and the, the wife comes out and comes up behind me and kind of startled me a little bit. And so I quick picked the thing up and you know how hedge trimmers are. They're the most dangerous piece of equipment we use. It still goes, even if you let off the trigger for a little bit for a split second and it caught that cable and snapped it. And, oh, I felt so bad. I was just like, you know, whatever I have to do, I will, I'm happy to pay for it. It was my fault. You know, just, you'll have to contact the company, have them come out. Uh, You can pay the bill and I will reimburse you whatever, whatever it costs. And so they did that. And the next week I was there, the cable had been replaced and I was, you know, doing stuff in the yard or whatever, mowing and the, the wife came out and she said, you know what, don't even worry about paying for that, that line because the, the technician came out and he took one look at that line after he took it down and he said, a squirrel walking across that line could have broke that line because it was so old and brittle. And she said, don't worry about paying for it. It needed to be replaced anyway. And I was like, oh my goodness. Okay. You know, I'm not going to argue with you, but I did say, you know, I I would be happy to pay for it if, you know, if you still want that, I'm fine with that. This was, you know, this was something that I did. And she was like, no, it's fine. And so we have that relationship. We built that relationship over four years. And so, you know, her and I would have conversations on a bi-weekly basis or whatever, you know, she doesn't come out every week, but you know, when we, I take that time to have a conversation with her to build that relationship. And, and that's what you have to do. It takes time. It takes you giving an extra five to 10 minutes to talk to the client on a semi weekly basis and build that relationship. They get to know you, you get to know them 
and you build that relationship and that smooths over a lot of things. So I really encourage you guys to be talking to your clients, not just text messaging, but face to face. I know we, we, we all have lots of clients we've never met. I get that. I understand that, that that's okay too but you'd still need to communicate with them as well. When there's rain delays and things like that, you communicate with them. Even though you can look out the window, you can see that it's raining. I send a rain delay message to the clients because I want them to know that I care about them enough to let them know what's going on. And yeah, it might be annoying. It might be annoying to them, I would rather be annoying than to have someone than to damage that relationship. All right. And so that that's where that's where I'm at right now. And so with this whole situation of this idea of rotating, you know, the days of the week and uh, it was just a bad idea, but it turned out okay because I was able to rectify it. And so if you guys, if any of you out there make a mistake like this, you can come back from it. Don't worry too much about it. This was an attempt to make a decision and move forward. And I made the decision and my clients weren't happy. And so I made another decision to stop that in its tracks and say, no, we're not going that way. We're going to pivot again. And I can do that because I am, I am a small single owner operator. And I get that. I'm not, I'm not saying that a larger company could do that, but also a larger company would have people giving input and saying, I really don't think that's a good idea. And, and so I, I encourage you, if you're going to make decisions like this, like changing routes or, or anything, really run it past your wife, run it past your girlfriend, run it by, run it past a buddy. Um, that's in the lawn care business, go on Facebook forums, run it past them, do whatever you have to do. Because at the end of the day, it's your business. And you want the best advice you can get. And you want to pass that on as best as you can. And so that's my encouragement to you guys today. I know this was a short and sweet episode. But that that's really what I have to say today. Um, it's been a crazy busy day um, with getting all my estimates done and then this big blow up mistake that I had to deal with and then going to the gym and getting this meat and it was just a, a heck of a day. So I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope this helps you out a lot and that's it guys. I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>